0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Tuesday, the 26th of July.
1: In your sport today, manly players protest their pride jerseys. The NRL admits a costly error. World records tumble at the world champs. And when robot chess goes very wrong, this is your sport today. We're kicking off today's show with a few rugby league stories because Monday was a very big day in the NRL. Uh, First, we're heading to Sydney's Northern Beaches, where seven Manly Sea Eagles players will not play this Thursday night after refusing to wear the club's inclusive pride jersey.
0: Luce, what are the details here? So, yesterday morning, the Sea Eagles announced their players will wear a special jersey this round called the Everyone in League jersey, which has rainbow stripes to celebrate diversity and inclusiveness. But by the afternoon, there were reports that the Manly players had not been consulted about the jersey and that up to seven players might boycott Thursday night's game against the Roosters on cultural and religious grounds if they had to wear the jersey. Manly had an emergency meeting last night with the players, but a compromise couldn't be reached. It means coach Des Hasler will be without seven of his best players for the crucial match against the Roosters, where the winner will be inside the top eight.
1: Yep, it is a big game on Thursday night and those players were also named. They are Josh Allie, Jason Saab, Christian Tupelotu, Josh Schuster, Hamoli Olakawatu, Tolu Kola and Toff Sipley. Uh, Lewis, we haven't seen this in the NRL, but there is precedence in the AFL and AFLW.
0: Yeah, so the NRL doesn't have a pride round, so this would have been the first pride jersey worn by an NRL club. The Swans' AFL team wear a rainbow jersey in their own pride game and there is a full pride round in the AFLW competition. Last AFLW season, Giants player Haneen Zarika withdrew from her club's pride round match on religious grounds. Zarika is the first Australian Muslim to play in the AFLW and is a leader in the Muslim community. So she said while she respects people, People regardless of their sexual orientations. She didn't want to compromise her standing in the community by wearing the Pride Round jersey.
1: As you can understand, this is a complex issue and no doubt we'll hear more about it today and in the lead up to Thursday night's game. We've now got an update to the controversial finish in the Cowboys' one-point win over the Tigers on a Sunday afternoon. Now, NRL football boss Graeme Annesley fronted the media yesterday and said the league doesn't agree with the end result, Luce.
0: No, not entirely. So Annesley said the league had reviewed the finish all yesterday morning and said it was within the rules for the Cowboys to use the captain's challenge at the end of the game. The Cowboys thought their winger, Carl Felt, was taken out illegally going for the ball and when the ref said it was fine, they challenged and were awarded a penalty by video bunker official Ashley Klein. But Annesley said the league didn't agree the play was a penalty and admitted it was a mistake by Klein. But Annesley didn't apologise for the error. He said the good the bunker achieves greatly outweighs the bad and it was a human error by Klein but the process works correctly.
1: Well the Tigers have lodged an official complaint to the NRL wanting some answers because they say the penalty decision cost them the victory so this story isn't over just yet. Yesterday, the World Athletics Championships wrapped up on the 10th and final day of the competition in Oregon, but there was still some time for a few world records. Loose Nigeria's Toby Amerson broke the women's 100 meter hurdles world record not once, but twice.
0: Well, technically, it only counts once. Emerson <laughs> won her semi-final in a time of 12.12 seconds, which was 0.08 seconds under the old world record set by American Kendra Harrison in 2016. Then in the final later that day, she blitzed the field and ran an even faster time of 12.06 seconds, but that one was wind assisted, so it doesn't count as a world record. It was a big result for Amerson because she set a new world record and won Nigeria's first Ever World Championships gold medal, but the record win did raise a few eyebrows. Emerson was wearing a pair of new super shoes that are softer and bouncier and made for long distance runners instead of sprinter's spikes. There's nothing illegal about them, but there's been a few running records fall at the World Champs by athletes wearing the advanced super shoes.
1: Yeah, that's right. But as you said, loose nothing illegal about it. Uh, next up for our track athletes is the Commonwealth Games, which start on Thursday, but athletics doesn't start until next Tuesday. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many gold medals did Australia win at the last Com Games on the Gold Coast in 2018? Help us out here, loose.
0: Well, the number is less than 100.
1: So you've got a 1 in 99 chance here from Luce. I'll give you a tip. It's more than 50. Narrow it down for you. Find out the answer at the end of the show. Back to footy for a sec, but we're talking about Aussie rules now. We've been waiting all year to find out whether Tasmania will be awarded the 19th AFL license. There's still no official word, but Luce, a report says it could come down to a big brand new stadium.
0: Yeah, it looks like a new purpose-built footy stadium is a deal-breaker for the Tassie bid, or more specifically, who is going to pay for it? The report in the Herald Sun says the AFL is happy to help with the club's new list, player retention, and even an elite training facility. But when it comes to funding a new $500 million-plus stadium in Hobart, the Tasmanian government has to pay for most of it. Tasmanian Premier Jeremy Rockliffe said on Saturday that his government would only pay for half of the stadium, so the two parties appear to be in a stalemate. That is why the AFL has sent their CFO, Travis Ald to work with the Tasmanian government because the report says this might be what stops Tassie getting a team.
1: Yep, and the report says the Tassie bid is into its final weeks, so we might know sooner rather than later, so we'll keep an ear out for you. If you tuned into Friday's episode, you'll remember us talking about chess legend Magnus Carlsen taking a step back from world championship chess. Well, we've got another chess story for you today, but this one is very different. It involves a child, a robot, and a broken bone. uh, Loose, this sounds like a horror story. If it is the future, I don't like it.
0: In the report I read, it said, of course, this is bad. (laughs) And I think I agree with them. (laughs) This happened in Moscow last week. A seven-year-old boy was playing a robot that looks like a mechanical arm, so like something you'd see out of a Marvel movie like Iron Man. But when (laughs) the boy acted a little... Too quickly after the robot's move, the robot clamped down on the boy's finger for what felt like ages and broke it. Footage of the incident has been released, and as you can imagine, the boy is pretty distressed, but reports say he is okay and returned the next day to play and finish the tournament.
1: Yeah, Luce, that quote you read was from the president of the Moscow Chess Federation, which said, the robot broke the child's finger, this is, of course, bad. Uh, I'll put a link to the video. It is a little bit distressing in the episode notes, so watch it with caution. All right, we are running out of show, but before we go, time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up, loose? Big game of football tomorrow morning.
0: Big game of football tomorrow morning at 5 a.m., England taking on Sweden in the Women's Euros semi-finals. So that's the first of those two games.
1: Yep, you can watch that on Optus Sport. We won't have the result in tomorrow's podcast, but if it doesn't go to extra time, it'll be in tomorrow's newsletter. Check out the link in the episode notes to subscribe or head to sport-today.com.au to sign up now. Uh, All right, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many gold medals did Australia win at the last Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast in 2018? Luce, we know it's between 50 and 100. What's the number?
0: It is 80 gold medals.
1: That's right, 80 gold, 59 silver and 59 bronze and expect a lot more gold medals in the Birmingham Games which start on Thursday. All right, that is us done for today on Sport Today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then.